Welcome back to episode 2 of season 3 of the St. Coleman's podcast. In this episode, we interview the former Limerick hurler and past pupil, Andrew Shocknessy. Andrew talks to the lads about his experiences in the army, playing hurling for County Limerick, and about his time in the school as a former pupil at St. Coleman's College. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, Andrew. I'm Connor. Thanks for coming on the podcast. So tell me, what was your experience like in Coleman's? Hi, Connor. Nice to see you again after the match yesterday. Um, experience in Coleman's was fantastic. I, I did six years here, so like you said, as a transition year, um, I totally enjoyed every moment of it. Bar, I said the first two weeks when I was crying because I was a boarder and missed home, so it was a, a big change for me from being used to being at home with my, my parents and my family to being away on my own for a week at a time. But I, after the first two weeks, I suppose the hurling helped me a bit to get involved with making friends and stuff and I totally enjoyed it. As I said, I still have lifelong friends from Coleman's. Hi Andrew, I'm Ronan. Who is your favourite teacher at the school and why? Hello Ronan, favourite teacher? Hmm. She's had a lot of teachers now and you wouldn't know them, there's very few still here. Uh, favourite teacher I suppose? I'll I, I give you two answers though. My first one was obviously Dennis Ring, he was my PE teacher. Doesn't really count at the time because PE, PE wouldn't uh, Subject in Leavensburg, but he was also the hurling coach here, so obviously I have a great grow and respect for him. Uh, fantastic. And then my other teacher him was my favourite teacher would have been Ali Ryan. So he's someone that was a year ahead of me in class, but he was my English teacher and history teacher. But he was such an absolute gentleman in Glenmore Teacher since past, but he was by far the most relaxed and you actually genuinely listened to him and you wouldn't give a word of disrespect towards him or a smart comment because he was just such a nice fellow. So he was Definitely, but again, most of the teachers, like like school always, and most of the teachers are, are so nice and approachable and they're all there to help you. So, you know, a favourite is kind of unfair, but at the same time, a lot of them were, were quite good and I still remember them fondly. Hi Andrew, I'm Kian. What was your favourite subject in school? Ooh, my favourite subject in school. Yeah, again, like so, I'm not going to say P, so... I would have liked business, I went on to college and do, I did business studies in, in college, got my degree in that, so I like business, uh, would like English as well, uh, my least favourite subject would have been the question you ask, so I wouldn't be fantastic at maths enough, um, so that would be my least favourite, because as I said I had five siblings and my father used to always say, oh Arnold's maths, Arnold's maths, Brian's the only man to do Arnold's maths, Brian, his brother of mine, he did Arnold's maths, and the rest of the other four of us, we all did past maths, but so maths wouldn't be my favourite, so again, business would be my favourite. Hi Andrew, I'm Sean. You're a huge part of our current Coleman's Harty team, and yesterday was such an exciting match. What made you get involved in Harty training here in Coleman's? Yeah, it was a good match, it was exciting <laughs> from maybe if you're watching and supporting it, but on the side end it wasn't pretty exciting and it was a match, we didn't look like we were getting a result for a long time and arguably we maybe shouldn't have a result if Midland were a bit more clinical, we might not have a result. What made me get involved, so Jimmy was on to me numerous times, so I got, I came in a couple of years ago just to do first years, give a hand, and he just, again, out of blue, he gave me a phone call since he sees a bit of potential with this team, and he feels they have the potential to go on and maybe be successful in the Hertha Cup, so he asked me would I get involved, and it just, circumstance happened that, as I said, with my work, I'm, I work in Dublin, but I'm based and work with Kilworth for three to four days a week, so Kilworth for my is easy, so, to get the work-life balance and the balance at home, it actually it's not much of an inconvenience. It's not an inconvenience at all. So it works. And again, I would have kept an eye on teams. I have watched Combs and Hart teams. You could see there's progress there. They're very unlucky last year against Tulla. Arguably, they should have won that again. But then, like this group is what I've seen so far, and they're committed and they're honest, and 
stands for a lot. We had Stephen Malumphy on the podcast last week. Another Coleman's great. He has two hearty medals. How many did you win when, while you were a student here? Was that a huge highlight of your time in the school? Of course, yeah. So, like, I would run at Steve's year ahead of me, and then I would have heard against him that he was playing for Watford Miners, I was doing Miners, Watford 21s, I was doing 21s, Watford Seniors, I was doing Seniors. So, we would have heard like, all up along together. And again, I worked with him as well, so he's in the Defence Force as well. So, he was all the year ahead of me. Um, I looked up to him, he's an absolute gent. So, yeah, he's two hearty medals, so he won it in 0 1 and 0 2. And then I, I obviously I won three, so I won 0 1, 0 2, and 0 3. Uh, Steve has two Crow Cup medals, say the All Ireland, so he won it in 0 1, 0 2, and I have two Crow medals. So 0 1, 0 2, we lost in 0 3. Uh, the highlight at the time, I suppose it probably would have been, so we were kind of a, a, small, a barren spell for a school like Cohen's. So we hadn't won the Hearty in five to six years, I think it was 96, we did one last by the time we came through. So. Uh, get that that first hearty win in zero one. Um, it's during the foot and mouth, so it was kind of delayed for a while, and was a lot of a lot of us were anxious and stuff to get the match played. So to win that, and again we beat the uh, Flannan, so we were the other powerhouse at the time. So that would probably be one of the highlights. So yeah, but in fairness, I just like every match I would play with Cormans, I I consider a highlight because just just always great success and great commitment and great honesty from everyone, and it's just a whole. Or around the Hearty team is superb here, and you can see yesterday with the practicing for the, the Salmons in Dominic Canteen for the end the Salmons of the match as well. So just, it's a massive, massive tradition. So, did you play hurling from a young age, and were your family very involved in the GAA? Uh, yeah, I suppose I consider I did. So, as I said, I'm five siblings, so my two brothers, my eldest brother would have played all up along for Limerick, and he played Limerick Senior Survive, but then through maybe lack of commitment or he just hadn't the time at work. And then my other brother would have played underage as well to a certain extent. And then my two sisters played Kamoi for Limerick, so like we're always involved in GA. Um, so I grew up going to matches with my with my brothers, watching my brothers play and watching my sisters play, and then sure you go and you'll be fucking around yourself. And it's only natural that whether you want it or not, it's, you pick up early and just join in with the group. That's the whole family life and the whole whole fa- family dynamic. You you do what your older brother or sister do and you try to imitate them and, and copy them. So yeah. So I was influenced by them and we are we have a good old tradition with the GM family. Who is the best hurler you have ever played against? The best hurler I've ever played against. Ooh. See again like this the, that's so broad like, you could have so many answers so you could play against say like the Henry Shefflin, I would play against him but I didn't mark him so I, I wouldn't consider that uh, so the best defender maybe. Yeah see just but, like I'd always consider like I would have played against JJ Delaney, Tommy Walsh, and they're always excellent and they're superb. They both nine or nine each between them. But the defender I consider, the best defender I would play against would have been a teammate of mine, Damien Ray. So he's a very unlucky hurler. So he would, would have won under 21s in Limerick and he was captain for Limerick in the 2007 All Ireland final. I think he got nominated for about six six times for an All-Star. And it was always a time when Limerick weren't doing well. That was the sign of how good he was. He would get nominated when we weren't doing well. So, and he never actually got one, but he was by far one of the hardest hurlers I would have hurled against him probably the best so Andrew with all your achievements what would you say is your biggest? <laughs> biggest uh, will it be corny and saying getting married and having kids yeah uh, that's probably one of my biggest ones one of my, my proudest achievements um, from a sporting perspective I suppose in essence like if you're looking back at your sporting career you want to see what you won and I always say that I was involved in the Munster final I was involved in the Ireland final I was involved in the yeah, all the big finals that you want to be involved in, but uh, I never actually won anything, so 
in those things. But uh, my biggest achievement was uh, come back. So whenever you hear people retiring from Middle County Hurling Dogs, first thing you say is great to be back in the club because the club is very start, the club is very finished, and that's true. So my biggest achievement as a player from a personal perspective, probably winning my first county with the Commonwealth in 2010. Uh, so players I grew up with all along with and just some of my best friends as well, and we never won, we tried to win it for years and years and years, and we're so close, so close, but to finally win that, that was a massive achievement, and the biggest thing up there would be the biggest thing, definitely. Yeah. What made you join the army, and what is your role there? So what made me join the army? So my eldest brother, as I said, <coughs> so he was, as I said, he was close to Limerick Seniors, he was on the panel for 96 when they were going well, but as I said, working with him, he joined the army, so he, as I, as I said, you, you naturally do what, <coughs> excuse me, what your brothers, your peers, your brothers, your siblings, do, your, your brothers, or sisters, you try to imitate them. So he joined the army, he gave me guidance. So when I finished Coleman's, I looked at my options. I, I could have, and the biggest thing about this was that if you enter cadets, you do a very grueling 21 months of training, but after that, then you do one year when you qualify out in the army, and then you're, you're sent to college and pay for it. And that's absolutely no burden on your family whatsoever. So that's a massive advantage. So while the whole ethos of the army and the way they're energetic, they're all physical, hard, tough work, that kind of appeal to me. And it's quite similar to a GA team. You want to have a good involvement GA team, good atmosphere, good spirit. And that's exactly what Defence Forces is. And that's one, that was the main attraction, I think. And what is my role there? Ooh. So I'm just back from overseas in the Lebanon where I was a finance officer out there. Prior to that, I was based in Collins Barracks in Cork. I was an officer commanding there, so I was in charge of 150 people, so from men in their mid to late 50s to people 17, 18 just joined the army, so I was responsible for shaping their career and their career path and where they wanted to go and developing them as, not alone as soldiers, but, well, obviously first and foremost you develop them as soldiers, but you also develop them as an individual and make sure they're a nice person and that they have a good conscience and do the right thing, so that was my role there, and since I came back now I'm based in combat support and I start working with key barracks and the defence forces headquarters and then again that just it's the more or less the same role as the last one but instead of looking after my own unit I'm now looking after another next three people next to three units so that's upwards of six hundred people so I have to monitor them and guide them and offer them support and assistance. So what was the most challenging thing you've ever done in the army? Oh <laughs> So, like the training, as I said, 21 months training is it's intense. So, again, you're literally away from your family. You've no connection to your family. So, like, it's fair enough. So I bored, and I said boredom was tough, and I was away for a week at a time. And I found Monday the, the nights tough the first two weeks, but that was fine because of the week, and you get over that. But with the army, so you arrive in and you're away from, <coughs> you're away from your family for the first three months, you can't go home. Uh, that's tough, and obviously enough the training stuff. It's physically very, very demanding. It asks you questions, stuff that you've never encountered before, and you question yourself and your character. And are you able to cut out for it? And sometimes you feel you're not able for it, but you just have to really buy into the team ethic. <clears throat> you have to look. You have to be strong, and not strong in the sense that carrying weight and doing the hard stuff. Strong in the sense of asking for support when you can't do something. Ask them to help you, and then when someone asks you, you help them. So again, that's probably the hardest part. To, Training part of it, but again, I actually wouldn't change because it develops you as a person and makes you stronger. What age were you when you made your debut for the Limerick Seniors, and was that a, was that a proud moment for you? I think it was 16 or maybe just 17. Uh, no, 
was there 16 and a half or 17? It was uh, 2002. <coughs> so like it's it's crazy now when you think about it. Um, I made it against Cork of all people. Jesus. Um, I had to make it against them over in Torles in 2002. I came on as a sub. I was number 26. I would open the the team would open a bus. I would open a, a car with the county board treasurer who lives off the road. Um, I wasn't expecting to come on, but I came on about 10 minutes ago. Uh, we, we lost by a point. Cork went down to Ireland. Um, pro, you don't think of it as a pro moment at the time. You just think about it as something to do, and you you always look to play placing your. But I always look to placing your hurling limit. So I just saw it as a natural progression. Whether that comes across arrogance, I'm not too sure. But it, looking back at it, well, it is proud now. Like I, I think I'm the youngest, youngest player ever placing your intercounty hurling with any any team chance, and I played Rayleigh Cup the same year as well. So. That was a, a big achievement as well, but you don't think it about, about that when you're a player. Did you go to Crow Park for Limerick's big win in 2018? <laughs> did I what? You were mad. Of course I did, yeah. yeah. No, sure, I, I go to all the matches and... Yeah, no, no, it was absolutely superb. And even so, the semi-final against Cork, <coughs> we, were, we were eight points down, which, I don't know, six points down, but eight minutes ago, and everyone was kind of giving out, saying, oh, we're doing this round, we're, oh, the game is gone again. I was, for somebody, for some reason, I just said, no, we still have this game, and that was the same point, and I had the utmost doubt in, in that leg. And again, it came down to the save from Mickey Quaid, when Seamus Harney, Agri had the ball, but Mickey Quaid came out and stopped it, and then how fine the margins are. And then for the final, it was always going to be, like, they, had, they made a great start, like, three goals, and then they let go back into it, but they held on, that's the most important, because people are saying, oh, it's going to be another, Heartbreak because Limerick had a, a happy game tournament, sorry, happy game tournament finals and heartbreak, but it wasn't. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. And then you look at what they're after achieving since then, and it's, you could argue then that if Cork had beaten Limerick in the semi final, they could possibly be on a run at Limerick Run, but that sport is fickle, but it's good friends on your side, and we have to enjoy these moments. What's one of the biggest risks you've ever taken, and do you feel proud of it, of this decision, or do you regret it? Um, I'm kind of risk averse, like I, I don't really take risks and well, I, I do like but I, I wouldn't consider them risks so same when you make any decision <coughs> you have to weigh up the options of what, what's the the good side of it, what's the downside of it and like if if you're taking ridiculous risk you're going to get the downside if you're taking a chance constantly you're going to get the downside of it but uh, yeah no I'd, I'd weigh up any situation so any decision you have to make I'd weigh up what is good and, and if you have a thought process of saying what's the right thing to do what is good for everyone so you don't make a decision based on yourself because that's very selfish so if you're making a decision so you say you're making for a team a sport or a team a work you're saying what is good for the collective not as what what is good for myself so so i'm happy to say i didn't actually i haven't made too many bad decisions i'd be i'd be happy enough that um i'm <laughs> i'm good making decisions at the time when i, when I have to and no no real bad decision yet yet did you have any inspiration growing up if so who Inspiration again, it's going to be all based around sport, like this. You know, um, so if I mention inspiration growing up, you won't know him. So that's the thing. Um, from a hurling perspective, I, I admire DJ Carey. I like he was my, my idol growing up. That um, he was all support. So when I looked up to I thought he was fantastic skill. He played in the position that, that I was trying to play in. So I admired him. He, and just not even the score he got, but the work he gave. And it all comes down to that. If you don't work hard at anything in life, whether sport or your education or your family life, you're not going to be successful. So I always thought he worked hard and he displayed the characteristics I'd like to see in myself. Last question, and thanks again for your time today. What are three things you would tell your 16-year-old self? 
readings be at least in your own self. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself because, like, especially in sport, if if you listen to critics and you start doubting yourself, it's bad, bad enough. Like, but there's, a, there's plenty of people out there that be looking at it. Even take yes, especially the people. Plenty of people looking in there, giving out about certain players. Oh, didn't do this, didn't do this. But if you want to say, if you want to buy in behind that and say, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, you're you're at it on an angle straight away. So you have to be as positive as possible. So don't be as hard on yourself because you find other people are going to be just as hard and even harder. So don't be hard on yourself because you have to support yourself. And you have to trust in yourself. Uh, three things. That's one. Right. Just three things. That's tough now, Connor. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Suppose educate yourself as much as possible. So. Don't say barriers to yourself, so don't say I'm not going to college. Don't say when you get to college, I'm, not, I'm finished with, with education. Constantly try to improve, whether it's going to do a master's or a doctorate or any sort of course that will give you an advantage, not an advantage, just give you an extra skill set that you can use and be better. Do that. Thanks a lot to Andrew for the great interview. Make sure to tune in next week for episode three.